the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping up the week on this Friday. And uh, we, we've got some early developments. Oh, I don't even know if it's early developments, late developments. But First Republic, we've been talking about them. Are they going to get saved? Are they not going to get saved? Late yesterday, the major banks that had put $30 billion on deposit for First Republic decided not to help them out. Remember, First Republic came out, I want to say, what was it, I think on Wednesday saying, hey, listen, if you don't buy our debt for more than it's worth, we're going to go under and we can let the FDIC deal with a $30 billion hit. Yesterday, the, the yesterday afternoon, the, the major banks walked away saying that it would just be better if First Republic went under this morning. There was an emergency meeting with the Federal Reserve, the FDIC, the major financial institutions. And word is breaking right now, Jason, that it looks like First Republic may be taken over this weekend. Uh, we'll give you details as they um, as they come out. But uh, First Republic shares have crashed uh, new all-time record lows, and it just the Financial Times says there is now a what they're saying a shift in tone uh, on the on with the bank advisors. Uh, the banks are reluctant to put their shareholders at risk for these losses. And, Jason, that just means one thing. That just means these losses are a lot worse than, than what they were trying to tell us they were going to be. Can you hear me? Can yes. you hear me, Joe? Yes. Okay, good. Well, yeah, very quiet in my ear, but I, I, I we're, we're working on a few issues. But, yeah, I, I, I hear you, man. That uh, – uh, it makes me wonder if they're going to make it through today, right? Are they are they going to make it through today, or is this another uh, uh, Silicon Valley bank, you know, where they they can't make it? I, I yeah, I don't know. This is going to be a very interesting. Uh, uh, this meeting that is taking place, multiple sources uh, stating that it appears that these losses are going to be more significant. Uh, and these banks are unwilling or don't want to uh, absorb these losses. Because he- here's what's going to happen. So uh, the Martins, Wall Street on parade, uh, they've done a really great job in-, in laying out the problem here. It's not $30 billion. It- it- it's much, much bigger than that. And we talk about all these off-balance sheets, these securitized debt obligations, these synthetic CB- uh, CDOs and all of these other things. Uh, it looks like, Jason, this could be something where hundreds of billions of dollars uh, could potentially have to be repriced. And this is why I think you're seeing these major banks now say, hey, wait a minute. Uh, I don't know that we want to do this uh, because uh, then those 
those losses are going to show up on, on our balance sheets. Uh, why not just let the Fed deal with the problem and the FDIC deal with the problem? Uh, I think you're right, though. Is the question, are they going to take it over as today, right now? At least, unlike Silicon Valley Bank, I knew by this time, because it was a Friday as well, that Silicon Valley Bank had told its employees not to go to work. I haven't seen that from First Republic. So it leads me to believe that they think they'll be able to get out of today. And, and then uh, one of two things is going to happen. Either over the weekend they figure out some way to share these losses, or when we get here on Monday, I believe that the FDIC will have taken over First Republic. And then, and then I guess we'll say, okay, uh, who's next on the list, right, Jason? Yeah, we'll have to see because because uh, I think March was just uh, the start of it, and and there'll, there'll be more and more. And I I think when this thing started, I uh, I talked about um, thirty to ninety days when when these banks go under. It takes a while to unwind uh, what exactly is going to happen with all the assets on these these balance sheets of these banks that are going under, and that's when you can start to see uh, more of a domino effect. Is when one bank is completely. Let's just face it. If, if you think you're getting so much money coming your way, and they're saying, "Well, we got to wait till the 90 days or the 60 days is up, and then we can see how much money we can give you," and what's going to happen after that period, Joe? And how many? How many say, "Okay, well, we're not getting X amount of dollars," and then they have other, you know, just like you tell everybody, Joe, they have accounts in other banks, they have, they have investments in other banks, and it's just it's just it just snowballs into a really big problem. So, I think the Fed thinks they've got some time, Joe, to 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 to, to try to swim through this, but it's uh. I just, how do you see a, a positive ending to this situation this year? I don't see it. Yeah, it, it's it's getting uh, really, really dire here because uh, First Republic shares now at just over four dollars now. Uh, remember uh, the the all, the low from a month ago was eight and change. Uh, so this is. This is a wind down for sure. Uh, you know, we, I'm getting reports uh, from Reuters, the Financial Times, Bloomberg, uh, all of them citing these anonymous sources, uh, multiple sources, uh, that the the amount of loss, the amount of uh, that the, that these banks would have to overpay. Uh, to, to, to save First Republic, they don't think it's possible. Uh, Financial Times now saying that the amount of overpayment would be so substantial, they don't believe First Republic uh, is, is savable. So we'll have to wait and see. To Jason's point, uh, they're going to, to do what they can to get through today, give themselves another 48 hours to try to figure this out. But as I told you, Jason has said it all, this banking crisis is not over. We are still very much at the beginning versus the end. Do what you need to do to make sure you don't get caught up in this. 800-951-0592. Jason and I coming right back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriotor News Hour, AllAmericanGold.com. Uh, things are moving quickly here. CNBC now reporting First Republic is most likely headed to FDIC receivership. So uh, what we'll see, uh, but this looks like it's the case. We've got another failed bank here. Uh, this is, this is a, again, this is a big problem. 
And, and now I guess once again we'll see the FDIC uh, break its own rules, uh, right? These banks, 11 banks put $30 billion in there. And, of course, uh, you know, you're only supposed to be insured for 250000 Listen, if you don't want to play this rat race game, check out our friends at InvestY Refi. Uh, because you, it's not correlated to the stock market. It doesn't care about First Republic Bank, uh, the FDIC. It doesn't matter about inflation or Jay Powell or Joe Biden. Uh, InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. And remember, you need $50,000. Uh, at a minimum, uh, you can use existing IRAs. Some can use their 401ks. Uh, but you can get up to 10.25% return if you do. Right now, gold has come all the way back here, uh, now at $2,002, uh, up a couple of dollars right now. Silver, uh, higher as well, back above $25, uh, as again, uh, CNBC now reporting that First Republic is most likely headed to receivership. The the Martins Wall Street on parade, man, Jason. I said the problem was going to be hundreds of billions of dollars in derivatives. Uh, the Martins are like, hey, hey, dummy, uh, you forgot some zeros. They're talking about a potential for a $247 trillion uh, in derivatives that could potentially be exposed here. Yeah, yeah, the numbers just get bigger and bigger when you, uh, when you, when you have these sorts of problems that, that uh, is always printing more money and, and, and adding more liquidity to, to make the boat float, so to speak. You know, it's... Uh, a quadrillion is going to be a number that's in our near future that's going to be used as a regular number. I mean, let's face it, Joe, uh, the 1980s and earlier, they're just talking billions, 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 billions. And then you got got to the uh, in the middle of the 80s, the end of the 80s, especially in the 90s, suddenly you're talking trillions. And now we're talking budgets and shortfalls of trillions, right? Well, and again, there's a ban. I don't even know where to go here. Uh, so it looks like now there has been a big increase in banks borrowing from the Fed again. Here we go. Uh, this is, this is, uh, what we saw the last time around. Remember the last time around we saw banks borrowing, uh, 400 plus billion dollars, uh, and the Fed now reporting, uh, that the bank bailout facility usage has soared again for the second straight week uh money markets now seeing another big increase uh 54 billion dollars that's 54 billion dollars uh leaving bank accounts leaving deposits uh and and again this is something where we're now we're st- seeing banks uh being forced to go to the uh, fed emergency windows uh because jason the problem is if they don't use these emergency windows uh, they gotta sell those securities that we know now, uh, how big are the losses and the Martins are saying, hey, these losses may be bigger than anyone possibly could imagine. Let me give you the, be- the breakdown of the banks that gave money to First Republic because I think it will highlight how significant this problem really is. Four banks gave the most money. JP Morgan Chase. Bank of America, 
Citigroup, and Wells Fargo. When we talk about the big banks, that's the big four, right? Those are the big four banks. Uh, obviously, they are critical. And, and having these banks start losing tens of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars, I mean, it's it just, uh, it's hard to fathom. So it makes sense that they were ponying up. All four of those banks gave $5 billion apiece. Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, $2.5 billion apiece. Bank of New York Mellon and State Street. Yeah, of course, we, we knew those two banks were involved, didn't we? PNC Trust and U.S. Bank each deposited a billion dollars. Uh, that is how they ended up with the $30 billion, uh that was at stake. According to the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, uh, they had, uh, what was it, uh, 4,706 federally insured commercial banks and savings uh, associations, right? So, so you got to remember, some of these banks aren't banks like Goldman Sachs and, and and Morgan Stanley, right? They're not your traditional banks like Schwab, right? So uh, we got about four thousand traditional banks and another seven hundred or so of these quote unquote financial institutions that they kind of pretend that they're banks. That's how we get to the forty-seven. Uh, Hundred eleven of them running to the rescue, uh, and now with, when the Martins are looking at this, they said the four banks that shipped in the giant sum of five billion apiece control fifty eight percent of the two hundred and forty seven trillion. Uh, this is uh, at face value two hundred and forty seven trillion in derivatives controlled by all of these banks, Jason. So this kind of gives you the scope and the size of how much is at stake here and why these banks were like, here, here's $5 billion, you know, uh, hopefully, wink, wink, nod, nod, we can get past this, and it looks like this is, isn't is going to work. And I think this is probably, and I hate to say it, but this is the best thing. I don't think we want these banks to try to cover it up because, Jason, the truth is going to be exposed and the best thing to do here is let the FDIC deal with it because otherwise uh, these losses would just be a cascading effect. It, it sounds a little bit like you're describing a version of the, the repo market that was going wrong in 2019. Isn't that what it sounds like, these other banks? Because somebody... Somebody uh, was 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 in big trouble in 2019. It was probably several banks, and uh, suddenly it was what it got to ten overnight. It got to ten percent interest because everyone knew that that whoever the bad player was wasn't going to be able to pay back. That sounds you sounds like you're describing the same thing out in the open air. Yeah, and this again, this is why they've opened this repo facility at the at the Federal Reserve because they don't want. The banks to try to lend to other banks because they know whether right it'll be a carbon copy. Oh well, uh, yeah. Uh, if we get twenty percent interest, I guess we'll give you some money, right? This is this is similar to that. Uh, this is why these facilities are open. It is very disheartening. Well, Joe, it sounds like instead of one guy on a sinking boat, they decided, well, you're all on a sinking boat. So now you have to help each other out. That's is, is that the difference? Well, it, and again, I kind of like that plan. 
hey, you know what? It makes it's your mess. You guys help each other out. You all need to take part. Uh, what, what, and I really thought that was going to happen. I really did. Cause that made sense to me, right? Hey, we, we'll, we'll just, everybody will eat a little bit of this and, and we'll, we'll reshuffle First Republic and we'll chop it up and everybody get a little piece and all this other, and you could do things with, stock warrants and other things that they could do to try to make up for it but what what has come out this morning is extremely disturbing which is these losses were going to be way more significant to the to the point where these banks said we can't do it uh, I think that is probably the most disturbing thing because, remember, they've been telling us uh, for a month now, oh, the, the banks are fine, everything's great, uh, we're very resilient, uh, everything's wonderful. Jason, this is an absolute plea to everybody that listens to this show. Get under that $250,000 limit. Get under it. I'm just telling you, I don't know where this is going to go. Uh, where is this going to go next? What what other banks now are, are going to be in trouble here? Uh, who's at who's back at the Fed facilities now, right? Now, now we're seeing the, the Fed facility pick back up here, uh, Jason. And again, I, this is not the 08 problem. This is actually much simpler of a problem, which is people are pulling their money. And again, I think, you know what, I think the 08 problem, is what's happening now. People are like, hey, I remember 08. Yeah, I'm getting my money out. And yeah, now we've got a different problem, right? Right? This is a much different problem now. Uh, before it was, well, you got problems on your balance sheets and uh, unrealized losses. This is different. This is people taking action, getting their money out of banks, uh, which is now leading these banks to, to to expose all the things they've invested in, Jason, and come to find out they haven't, once again, uh, they haven't done a very good job investing our money. And uh, I had that story about that guy in the U.K. He couldn't pull a 1,000 pounds out of his account at the bank. So, so if you're uh, there's a lot of our listeners, they don't have 250,000 sitting in an account. So you're thinking, well, that doesn't affect me. Well, might be a good time to open up another account. You know, you might want to, with the whole adage, don't have all your eggs in one basket. Maybe you should not have you know, all your bill-paying money coming out of one account. Maybe you open up the other account because uh, when things go weird, maybe some banks let you go get some cash and some banks don't. And you only have a 50-50 shot in that situation, right, Joe, that you'll be able to go out and pull your money out uh, if, if certain banks – I mean, I, what was it that I heard that uh, – Oh, no, I'll, I'll get that. It's about gold and silver. But uh, I, I really think, Joe, when you've told people to get another a bank account opened up, it's probably even on a, if you don't have that 250 probably a good idea at this point now. Now you, may, you might want to have my, a couple of options. Yeah. This is my guess, is this is exactly what's been happening over the last three to four weeks. You said you don't just go to another. I mean, yes, yeah, I'm going to go to a bank, open an account. But we're talking big depositors here. Huge. They get privileges that the regular folks don't get. Right? They're going to shop it around. What kind of money? How much money are you going to give me for me to come over here? I need lines of credit, right? I need I need this facility and that facility. And they're probably went out and started talking to three or four or five different banks. And then it took a while. Listen, you don't get uh, credit facilities in 24 hours. Right? The bank's going to do some diligence, make some calls, do some paperwork, 
it it actually takes a couple, two or three weeks uh, to get things done. And so I think all that's really happened here, Jason, is after the initial rush, which a lot of these customers probably had other banks to go to, I, I think there was just this delay where other people were like, oh, man, I didn't, you know what, shame on me. I should have had other accounts at other banks. I think they've done that process, Jason, and guess what? They started pulling money again. It's obvious, especially with the Fed lending facility spiking back up again, this is telling you that all of these banks are seeing deposit outflows all over again. Yeah, yeah, we we saw that before the banks started to uh, go under in March, the, that the deposits had gone down, Right. One one of the first times in in, in a long long time where deposits in, in uh, overall in banks have gone down uh, for for multiple reasons. You know the the Fed tightening is is a big part of that, uh, and and then of course then you had started having the bank problems in March and it's just people are just going to pull their money out and a couple of banks falling over. Yeah, you might have a lot of big investors not involved in any of those banks deciding well it's time to move the money and then all of that money moving is probably given a big uh, a big indigestion to the whole banking system as a whole and that's probably why the fed came up with the solution you're talking about everybody needs to pitch in everyone pitch in or or, or we have this digital currency that's just replace all of you <laughs> it's, it's almost sounds like a it's almost like an ultimatum isn't it joe well and again i think the fact that uh, the the reports now are uh, the pitch-in plan, everybody, hey, everyone, all you banks get a bite of the proverbial sandwich. Uh, apparently, the sandwich was just too big uh, for them to eat. And so now we've got uh, a most, uh, more than likely, the FDIC will seize First Republic. 800 Joe and Jason on another one of these Fridays. Uh, you know, the last three Fridays... Uh, we, we've seen gold get whacked and, and now, uh, this Friday, uh, gold's back above $2,000. Uh, we've got, uh, what appears to be, uh, another bank going under First Republic. Uh, the CNBC now saying that, uh, they, the plan to try to share the losses was just not, uh, tenable and, uh, by, looks like First Republic will now be taken over uh, by the FDIC, uh, we've been running $10 liberties. By the way, the $5 liberties we had on sale, uh, those are over, uh, $10 liberties. This is, this is gonna be the final day, especially, who knows, I think, I'm expecting some fireworks come Monday, uh, but I've got about $1190, $1190, uh, for one more day here. Pick these up. This is the best price you're you're gonna see on on private this is the most private way to own pre-1933 ten dollar liberties eleven hundred and ninety dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two in other news there was other news today uh the the fed's favorite pce deflator right uh, came in at three tenths of a percent uh the and again that was you know Hotter than they wanted it to be on the, on the inflation side. And then another country, man, it just, it's pick it up here, announcing that they will start trading with Renembis with China. Uh, Argentina now has joined the list saying that all trade with China, 
uh, will be conducted in the Renembi. And, and Jason, this, again, a lot more pressure on the dollar here. Uh, because, and I think these crises, these bank crises, don't help. This doesn't help. This is, listen, I don't, it's a good thing, I, you know, if you're buying gold and, and buying silver, right, this is probably a good thing. Uh, but, but universally, Jason, this is not a good thing. Uh, we've got $40 trillion of debt. We, we, we're blowing up here. Tax receipts, well, I didn't even talk about it. Tax receipts are down 29%. We, we, we are, uh, we're gonna have a deficit, what, somewhere around 2.5 to 3 trillion dollars again. We've got a debt ceiling problem. Uh, and now we've got seemingly every week another two, three countries say, hey, guess what? We're gonna trade, trade in renembis instead of dollars. That's correct. That's gonna continue to happen. And I think it's not gonna happen all at once. And they've never done that all at once. Well, I guess when, unless a country completely fails, but, uh, I think you'll just see that continue to, to move in that direction. And then, uh, Joe, you were talking about uh, – uh, uh, man, I got so much floating around my brain today, and I, I don't know which, which direction to go. I was, I was going to talk about uh, one of the things you just said, uh, uh, very, very uh, important, but I'll get back to it when I when – I, uh, lots of distractions here. Let's just say this. I got a lot of distractions. I did want to say one thing about the silver and gold market, though, Joe. Uh, something that, that has been uh, I wanted to bring to the air today, which is uh, we we you know, we are not the only guys that sell silver and gold. There's lots of guys out there. And there's some big companies, big internet companies, and if you've shopped around, you've probably seen these guys on the internet. Uh, and Joe, I'm I'm sure you've seen this, or maybe you haven't seen this. I don't know, but uh, buying minimums at these big companies. Uh, Joe told me about the years where they had they had some. Limitations, because because selling uh, around 2011, Joe, you talked about how you only took orders at a certain level. Uh, they're they're setting the limits that you have to you have to order 500 even to put an order in. The reason they do this is because there's so many orders coming in, their staff is overwhelmed. And and Joe and I, we have nowhere near the staff of some of these big companies, and we don't have the the buying minimums. But but you know these companies on the internet, they'll, they'll let you come in there and buy like three silver eagles and just buy you know little bits here and there, just because they want every customer. Well, they don't—they're not doing that anymore. They have—you have to have five hundred dollars. That's not a huge minimum, but it's a minimum because Joe, I have a feeling if this keeps on going, they'll be bumping that to two thousand, and 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 that is how much buying is going on. And uh, when guys come into my office, I have some extra silver sitting there. I'll sell you a couple here and there and everything. We don't have any minimums now. And I'm going to try as hard as I can never to have a minimum. But if we get overwhelmed, we get overwhelmed, and these big companies are getting overwhelmed, Joe. There's been a huge huge demand and, and again I, I just be protected be smart here you, this you can't be lazy and say well it's not going to happen to me it's not going to happen at my bank and 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 I'll just say that you know you got to take as much precaution as possible uh, it, it's never going to be perfect uh, there you know especially if you're a business, and especially a bigger business, you know, Patriot is. It was one of. Listen, I'm over the limit, and there's not a lot I can do about it, right? Uh, opening uh, more accounts uh, won't really uh, help that problem. Uh, but but again, we do our best to stay as close to the limit as possible, right? You know, we 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 wire money out as fast as we get it in uh, to our wholesalers because I'd rather have it in their bank than my bank. Uh, but, but again, 
don't be lazy. That I think that's the biggest thing. You have to take action. And and you can't sit and wait anymore. If you're new, you've listened for a while, or maybe uh, your friends have told you, hey, I need to buy gold, just call up 800-951-0592. Here's all you have to say. I want the special. That's it. The $10 Liberties, $1,190. And you know what the girls are going to ask you? How many would you like? You want one, you want ten, you want a hundred, right? Whatever, whatever it is. Uh, and it's just that simple, right? We'll take your name, obviously, your address, so we know where to ship it. If you want to pick up, we have offices in Arizona, in Phoenix, in the Deer Valley Air Park. Uh, we have two locations in Colorado now, one in Johnstown, one in Fort Lupton. Uh, oh, but how it works when you place an order, right? We give you a trade number. You're locked in. I'm locked in. First Republic could be taken over in the next 10 minutes, and gold could go up $100. You don't pay more. Once you're locked in, you're locked in. You can pay for it with a check. That's you know People ask, what's the most private way to do it anymore? Uh, personal checks now the most private way uh, to, to pay for things. Unless you have uh, cash under your mattress... Uh, going to the bank and pulling cash out, you know, that's, that's not private anymore, right? They, they, they track all that stuff. But the, the, the thing that, that it is personal check, a bank wire. If you want to pay cash, you can pay cash. We take Visa, MasterCard, Amex, uh, American Express, Discovery. We take all four cards. And, and, and it's just that simple. If you're picking up, uh, it, it, you, you will call you when your order's ready. We'll make an appointment with you. We do things by appointment. We're not a coin store. Right, we don't want that business. No, no offense, uh, but there's certain elements when you have coin stores that we'd rather not deal with. So everything's by appointment. Uh, if we ship it to you and we ship anywhere in the in uh, U.S. U.S. territories, that's uh, a flat thirty-five bucks. It's so easy. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Jason and I were coming right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Uh, gold at two thousand and two. Silver twenty five oh five right now. Uh, First Republic uh, dominating the news now. Uh, their stock down fifty percent now. Three dollars uh, in falling as uh, looks like FDIC receivership is is coming. Uh, the FDIC was asking for potential bids now. So here we go. Uh, remember, they did this with Signature Bank. Uh, they did this with Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, I wonder how long it will take because uh, it sounds like this is a pretty ugly situation. Uh, again, uh, the FDIC in, at the end of December had a 20, $128 billion dollars. Uh, we now, uh, with the losses from Signature and Silicon Valley Bank, uh, we we, we uh, suspect uh, they're down to maybe ninety some billion dollars. Uh, this one here looks like the loss is going to be pretty significant uh, because these banks have backed away from sharing losses. Uh, you know, I've I've seen reports of thirty billion plus. Uh, and again, I don't know what happens, you know, uh, if the FDIC all of a sudden doesn't have any money left either, uh, and especially with the debt limit. The tr- it's not like they can just go to the Treasury 
and say, "Hey, Janet Yellen, can you give me give me give us a quick hundred billion?" Right? I mean, we 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 right now uh, we're at the we're at the debt ceiling, so this is you know one of these other problems that we have. But now uh, looks like this is going to happen. FDIC is now asking for bids on First Republic Bank and uh, saying that the re- uh, the regulators are seizing it now, according to David Faber. So uh, CNBC now saying First Republic uh, is going to be in receivership, that the FDIC is going to be asking uh, for bids. There still is hope. I want to note this. There still is hope for a solution that does not include receivership, uh, but David Faber at CNBC is reporting uh, that they are engaged in discussions with multiple parties about uh, strategic op- options. The bank is still open. So, uh, it, 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 again, unlike Silicon Valley Bank, the banks by, by this time uh, were closed. I'm imagining... Uh, if, if people have money at First Republic, uh, they're probably lining up at these banks, Jason, trying to get access. You think it's possible, Joe, that this uh, these banking issues, uh, the way they're rolling out, is a uh, a uh, purposeful event? Meaning, uh, we're getting we're going to have a digital currency. Uh, the way that we've been watching things unfolding, I I get this feeling, Joe. You tell me if this is uh, you think it's possible, but maybe by this summer. Banks aren't going to let people pull cash out at all because the banks keep supposedly helping each other out. You know, I'm going to give you $5 billion and I'm going to give you $5 billion. You know, this, this lessens their ability to do business. And we all know that if they take the deposits out of the system, if it's cash, that's something the banks can't trade back and forth. When you pull cash out of the bank, that's something you can go do business with, uh, you know, uh, out, of the, out of the digital system. And are we getting to a liquidity issue to where, hey, uh, to, to, for everybody's sake, nobody's going to be pulling cash out for the for for X number of months or weeks at whatever banks or maybe all of them? Is is that possible? Do you see maybe later this 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 year if this banking crisis gets worse, nobody's going to pull cash out? No cash. You can you can you can just use you know you have to use a debit card. You have to write checks. You have to keep it in the system, Joe. It's going to be uh, interesting. We know uh, that these banks, uh, when they get into trouble, uh, start to limit uh, the amount of money you can take out of the bank. Forget about cash. You know, uh, what's more worrisome is, hey, I want to, I want you to wire two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars to a different bank, and they tell you, well, so. Oh, can't do that today. Sorry, uh, we'll let you do twenty five thousand, right? That that that's a concern. And you're right about cash. Uh, the, the 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 big problem here. Remember, this is different. This is not 08, right? 08 was we had a bunch of credit default swaps on houses that were empty that people weren't paying on, right? That was that was bad debt, right? That, because nobody was paying. This is a different problem. This is a deposit problem because these banks, right, they lend out 90, what, 94 cents of every dollar that's put in there. And when they get forced, to, when, when money starts leaving their banks, they don't, have, they don't have the money liquid. It's not sitting there. 
they got to go and sell some of the, the stuff that they've invested in. And the problem is a lot of this, because of the Fed's doing, loses money. Right, The treasuries that they were forced to buy lose money. But here's the problem with some of these banks, Jason, is the money that wasn't treasuries, the monies that weren't commercial real estate, they, they, they took big risk. Right, Maybe it was subprime auto lending. Maybe it was subprime credit card lending. Right, We know, listen, repos are up. Uh, foreclosures are up. Right, All of these things uh, continue to start rising here, and now uh, when they go to sell, nobody wants to buy it. There, there, there's stuff that people are like, I'm not bidding on that. Right, I, I, don't, I don't even want it for 50 cents on the dollar. So you're right. The fact of the matter is they, they, they're desperate to keep this money in the bank. You know, because during 2020, the, uh, the COVID emergency, remember all the, uh, oh, there's no coins. There's no coins available, and people had to just learn how to deal without coins. Uh, the funny thing is, is, when I looked at the little stickers they put on the windows, it says the Federal Reserve is saying that there's a coin shortage problem. And that's the 1% of the actual physical cash that's out there that the Fed has nothing to do with. That's the U.S. Mint. And the Fed is saying, well, we have a coin shortage. What does the Fed have to do with a coin shortage? Except for if they just don't want people to use coins. And now it looks like maybe this summer with this banking situation, you're not going to pull cash out for a few months. Or we're having an issue here. But that's okay. You got your card. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason wrapping up the week. Uh, uh, was it was it quite expecting it to be like this this week? Were we? Uh, and of course, we've got the Fed uh, meeting on Wednesday, right? And again, all signs pointing to hey, we're going to go one more time. This is putting more stress on the banks. Uh, I got I hate to say it, but you got to bring this up: student loan repayments restart, at least on the government ones, right? That those are restarted. That's more money coming out of consumer wallets, right? They've got to start making those payments again. Uh, why, why do I get the feeling there's going to be a lot of missed payments there as well? Uh, U.S. $10 liberties today, 1190 uh, at 800 951 in old pre-1933 gold, which is what, it's what we recommend. Why? Because it's the most private way to own gold. You can buy it, sell it, trade it in any amount. Not have to give out your Social Security number. Not have to worry about 1099. You're on your honor. Uh, on the bullion products, right? Anything over 10 grand, right? We got a, hey, I got a form you got to fill out. If you want, yeah, a great way to avoid that. Uh, $10 U.S. liberties at $1,190 at 800951 0592, when you call that number, the girls answer. Just tell them I want the special and then tell them how many you want. Uh, Jason, it's just that simple. Yeah, it's a great way to go. Great way to go. It's, it's a good uh, company if you're fortunate enough, especially to be in the Arizona and Colorado areas, to, to, to buy from us and, and come in and meet with us. But uh, if you're listening uh, on the Internet, anywhere out there uh, to this show, you can just call that number. We it's funny how many times Joe and I say the number on the air every single day, 800-951-0592. Call the number, especially during business hours, and we'll answer the questions. There's the metals program. There's the specials every day. 
lots lots for us to help you out. Uh, the website, allamericangold.com. Uh, lots of stories, good content. You know, people are like, "Why do you learn all this stuff?" Well, there's there's always a bunch of stuff that are, it's up to date, new information right there at the website. So, Joe, there's uh, get, call that number, right? Call that number. Get some gold and yeah, silver. Call the yeah, number. Uh, it, it really is. You know, uh, uh, people always think, "Oh gosh, but is it complicated? Is it hard?" It's probably one of the 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 easier things to do. It's much harder to set up a, a, a an e trade account than it is to buy gold, Jason. No robot answering the phone, uh, pretending it's a real person. <laughs> you get those calls, and, and I, I can't believe the calls they call. It's like you actually, I actually ask, is this a real person? I would get a pause. Yes, this is a real person. Now please do business with me. <laughs> no, no, uh, no AI robot uh, on the other end of the phone. You'll get one of our actual people that will answer the phone, Joe. That's right. Yes, uh, yeah, we have real people uh, answering uh, the phones. They'll answer any of your questions, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, we've got just we've got great staff here. Bernice up in, in Colorado, uh, my girls down here here in Arizona. Uh, they're going to help you. They're not going to, uh, you know. And again, we don't do it. There's no bait and switch. We don't call. We don't make outbound phone calls. We're not going to pressure you into doing anything. Uh, but it's time. Listen, this is, and I hate to say it, I want, I, I don't want it to be, but it is. This is early yet. GDP was 1.1% last quarter. It's going lower. The money supply keeps shrinking. The rates are still being raised. These banks are wobbling under this. And First Republic, the latest victim. 800 951 Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.